Groove Cafe. It is time for the Groove Cafe, and this is where I chat with different people to find out about their purpose in life, their passions in life, and how they're trying to make life better for so many other people. Today, I have Andrew Sazi, motivational speaker, author, as well as productivity and life coach, joining me on the Groove Cafe. Andrew, welcome. Thanks, Crystal. How are you? Uh, really, I'm super excited to be hosted on the show. Crystal. Oh, it's nice to have you. Thank hey. you so much for joining me. Yes, indeed. Um, you have written a number of books. I think Confident Mind is one of them. The Homework of Potential Greatness. When did you start writing? I started writing uh, when I was in, at, at university. Okay. As a matter of fact, I was the chief editor of the university newspaper. Ah. Oh. Okay. So I got myself to, to organize a crew of uh, writing different articles. Um, mm-hmm. and my team would go in clubs, lecture rooms, and all over the place and we compile those articles and mm-hmm. then we, you know, come up with uh, a newspaper. Mm-hmm. So after school, uh, I didn't so much focus on writing, but I was an avid reader. I mean, I read a lot of books on personal and professional development, mm-hmm. and I realized there is a lot of. Uh, knowledge in books mm-hmm. and like Plato said knowledge is sensational when you read you actually feel better mm-hmm. so it's that um, inspiration for reading that also started to say if I can't share this maybe with an, uh, a, a reader somewhere mm-hmm. it could change his or her life so okay. I started to compile a few ideas a few tips mm-hmm. and then I saw myself coming up with my first book, Confident Mind. Confident Mind. Yes. Do you share some of your own experiences, some of your 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 challenges that you've been through in your books? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Confident Mind, uh, the book uh, precisely about confidence, about confidence building. Mm. I still draw um, inspiration first of all from my own life because I realized I got into those situations and I overcame them mm. by nothing except confidence. Mm. So uh, it certainly dawned on me that uh, confidence is a currency. <laughs> I, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. I was chatting with a, a group of young ladies in media, speaking with them about uh, just uh, the art of communication. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was talking about how important confidence is. Even if sometimes you're thrown in the deep end and you have no idea what it is you're supposed to talk about, just True. be confident, take a moment, ask for a bit of time, organize yourself. Because when people see you panicking, then they kind of lose faith in you as well. And they're shaken. But if you're confident... Confidence. mm. That's true, Crystal. Uh, Confidence is a currency. Mm. And like money. You Mm. can have enough money. You can have a lot of money. And and, no money. Mm -hmm. And you know the consequences of not having money, right? Mm -hmm. Even your self-esteem. You know, you don't fit in certain circles. Mm -hmm. And that's the same effect that confidence has. If you don't have confidence... Mm. By the way, you can lose a job or you can fail to get a job because you don't have confidence. True, true. It's confidence that helps you to, you know, demand for a, maybe a salary increment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's confidence that helps you to start uh, a relationship, be it a business relationship or a relationship with a life partner. Mm-hmm. All that is confidence. True. But the reverse is also true, Crystal, mm-hmm. is that... Um, 
there are things in life that um people miss simply because they don't have confidence mm. and there also uh, a group of people who get things that society deems them as unworthy mm-hmm. right because they have confidence is an example crystal yeah have you ever bought a product or a service that you didn't need or you, you didn't even use but because the uh the person or the sales lady <laughs> or the salesman you, you I mean you just bought his or her confidence <laughs> yes you sure maybe you yes. sales person was too confident i found myself buying yogurt yet yeah, i had yogurt in my fridge at home but i was like baby this lady have supporter oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. so then that's what uh, confidence uh, can do for mm-hmm. you and that's what it can make you lose in life so it's a key skill to or become successful or mm-hmm. a failure in life and that's why I organize all those skills all those tips and how you can boost your confidence how you can get that currency and how you can multiply it mm-hmm. yes okay confident mind well that's the first book that you put out but let's let's go back a bit you were born in Masaka raised in Masaka Yes, I grew up in Masaka. I'm proud to 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 say that it's now a city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So yeah. Masaka city. I studied all of my primary and secondary levels from Masaka. Is that where your family is your parents and are? That's where my family, my parents are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the real village is called Sitala. It's, mm-hmm. it's a few kilometers after Masaka city. Okay. Yes. All right. So you said your primary your secondary there. Then where did you cross to for university? So um, I got a chance to get a government scholarship to go to university. So I didn't. Oh wow. <laughs> I just go That's all the way on the other side right. of the country. 170 kilometers to go to. Mm-hmm. Yes. That must have years. been a very different learning experience for you. Uh, yes indeed it was so different mm-hmm. but um it gave me a whole different perception about life um getting along with different cultures because mm-hmm. the northern part actually is a hub to almost all the uh the, the tribes in, in in Uganda we had about 17 tribes at university and all of them were vibrant. Wow. I don't know what happens in other yeah, universities mm-hmm. but um it was a very good experience to learn different cultures ways of doing things and oh, oh uh, accumulating that uh, social capital. Okay. So in terms of confidence and what you're sharing in your books and now as a motivational speaker and a life coach when did you start to feel that path when did you start to feel that that was your calling oh uh, i can't specifically say it was uh, maybe 30th of june and blah blah this year <laughs> yes. but uh, when i draw uh, back uh, when i look back when i was at university i was this person who people could go when they having difficult situations mm. yes i was also in leadership positions uh, in in uh, at university in different associations but still there was this special touch someone is down is having a heavy major disappointment in life mm. and all the person they can think of is andrew mm-hmm. that also followed me when i also got into employment mm-hmm. and different staff when uh, got uh, they got into challenging situations i was always the person this was your workmates exactly mm. and surprisingly i'm not a very outspoken person either. i don't say a lot of words but i think because of the let me say the listening ear mm-hmm. and maybe putting a fine one line i could probably change someone's life mm. but i also used to listen to a lot of um, 
motivational uh, talks and watching those are inspirational leaders so i think my mind let me use the word corrupt but in corrupted <laughs> with a lot of that content so you were reading also a lot i was reading i was watching i was listening mm-hmm. i was tagging around those are uh, you know influential people successful people so i think by that called osmosis i think by osmosis i also thought <laughs> Okay. Yes, Crystal. Mm. Uh-huh. So you went into employment. Um is this something that you're doing on the side? Are you doing it full time as a What what exactly do you mean by productivity and life coach? Oh, well, I I was in employment which was a really good experience for me. I worked with um two commercial banks and then two insurance companies. So these are two industries, the banking industry and also the insurance industry, mm-hmm. which gave me quick experience. You guys are working for those four um reputable employers in the space of less than 10 years mm. accumulated experience experience okay. is twofold you can do something for a very long period of time or you can do something in a short period of time but very effectively that mm-hmm. you master it so yes, yes. i i was you know to the latter side of uh experience so After that I left employment mm-hmm. because I said I wanted to be of uh, to be more valuable to humanity than where I was. Mm-hmm. So I went into consulting and then I started my uh, consultancy firm called Sasmag Consultancy Limited. Okay, okay. Yes. All right. How long has it been since you started um, your firm? We are now going into the second year because mm-hmm. we started last year mm-hmm. before the pandemic. So we are cut short by those few months of lockdown but mm-hmm. then we couldn't back to serve our people mm-hmm. after the partial release. Okay. How's yes. the response been? Do people understand what it is you're doing, what it is you are trying to do? Yes, at, at first it was a really bit of challenge uh, when you or we could take our proposals to human resource managers mm-hmm. trying to uh proposing to boost productivity staff and this was something you know it's very strange some of them didn't have a budget for for such mm-hmm. some of them say they handle it internally but somehow we found a way with uh, a few of, of them who gave us opportunity to you know talk to their staff uh, encourage them motivate them mm-hmm. alongside down uh, personal or one-on-one coaching mm-hmm. but at the turn of the year this year 2021 we also say let's do a wider a wider one where we now do employment linking over i mean connecting job seekers to the people who have the jobs because mm-hmm. uh, when we went to with different employers their need was that we don't have the right talent mm-hmm. so they they always uh, find found it difficult to attract the right talent because mm-hmm. so many staff uh, all, all candidates let me use the word candidates could put on a mask as as being uh, very dependable hard working could work for extended hours but mm. then they could not deliver yes. so they was finding and, and you know it's very costly or that process of onboarding a wrong person mm-hmm. it's it's tiresome yes. so we convinced them that we can when you rely on an independent um agency mm-hmm. uh they almost like a recruitment firm a recruitment firm mm-hmm. they can do you a fine job because they will surely do it on merit mm-hmm. and that's what we've been doing and we have now about five clients mm-hmm. who we are serving and they are really happy okay with the talent that we 
give them. Okay, I'm happy to hear that. We talked about confident mind. I think you, your your second book is the homework of potential greatness. Yes, Crystal. What is that about? Now, uh, the homework of potential greatness is a book on personal and professional development. Okay. When you hear the the, the the title, the homework of potential greatness, just like many readers, they have asked me, Andrew, are you great? <laughs> <laughs> and my answer is, I'm not great. Mm-hmm. Then how do you write a book on greatness <laughs> if you yourself are not great? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And my answer is, uh, the, the very first, uh, on, in the introduction of the book, I pose a very profound uh, question, which is, what does greatness mean to you? Uh-huh. If I may also ask you, Crystal, what does greatness mean to you? I think greatness means achieving your full potential and serving your community to make a difference, serving society. You must have read that book. Huh? You must no. have read because the <laughs> <No>. answer is, <laughs> is that almost it? what I said in my book. Oh, wow. So okay. greatness is that what you think is great to you. Mm-hmm. The greatness I talk about in my book is not uh, discovering the next planet <laughs> or uh, discovering a certain COVID-19 vaccine. Mm-hmm. No. The greatness I'm talking about is to perform your very best yes. such that your performance today outstrips your performance yesterday or the other day. Uh-huh. To do the very best like you're doing radio right now mm-hmm. to uh, make sure everything that you have, your abilities are utilized. Mm-hmm. Let me illustrate. If we are two people, there is Crystal and there is Andrew. Mm. We are working for, let's say, a production company. Crystal produces X units of a product. Andrew produces eight. Mm. Sorry, Crystal produces 10, Andrew produces eight. Yes. But Crystal is cap- uh, is capable of producing 15. Mm-hmm. But Andrew, that's the best Andrew can produce, eight. Mm-hmm. Andrew is actually greater than Crystal because Andrew has not left any vacuum. Whereas Crystal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> by just, numbers, mm-hmm. has performed better than Andrew. But Crystal has left some, there is a vacuum. Mm-hmm. There is some potential that is untapped. Mm-hmm. So the goal of my book is not to compete against anybody, is to compete against yourself. Okay. Nothing but yourself. Nobody but yourself. Okay. Yes. All right. No, okay, that makes sense. And I totally agree, achieving your full potential. So tell me about an article that you wrote called Eight Rituals of Your Personal Development. What is that about? Eight Rituals of Our Personal Development. Mm -hmm. So in personal development, personal development is all about uh, continuous improvement mm-hmm. continuously upgrading yourself mm-hmm. in all walks of life in your spiritual life in your financial life in your work life and 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 all different walks of life so the rituals these are fundamentals or the basics mm-hmm. that anyone must possess anyone who's focused always committed in becoming a valuable human being mm-hmm. so we may not go through ritual by ritual but i will sum them up in five steps which i call the the recipe of success okay now the recipe of success these are five steps that anyone can use to get whatever goal they want in life however little it is or however big hairy audacious it is <laughs> so the first step if you want to achieve anything worthwhile in life is to define exactly what is it that you want because clarity is the single most key important ingredient 
in a journey to the stars. Yes. You have to be certainly clear about what you want, you know? And the best way is to uh, the best way to define how what you want is to write down on a piece of paper in your journal or in your notebook. Yes. <laughs> Step number 2 for you to get whatever you want in life is to understand that there are no limits to what you can achieve except the limits you place on yourself. We your own level of thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how high you rise in life is just proportional to your imagination. Mm-hmm. But actually no limits. People say the sky is the limit, but the sky nowadays don't even the limit because we <laughs> have seen people go past the sky <laughs> yes. to another planet so there are no limits completely mm-hmm. in whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Step number 3 is to understand that being concurrible lies within yourself. When I say when I talk about being concurrible this is the um, the thing that everything you want all you ever dream to be is entirely up to you okay because success is deliberate mm-hmm. right success is very deliberate I always uh, I usually share a secret with people which is funny in a way mm-hmm. Crystal from the age of zero mm-hmm. to 18 Someone is responsible for your life. Yes. Your parents, your, your grandpa, your grandma will decide which school you go to, the food you eat, you know, where you take your holidays from. But from the age of 18 onwards, okay, now because of the education system, we can add a plus three, a plus 5 years an allowance. Okay. So from the age of 23 mm-hmm. onwards, you are fully responsible for your life. Yes. You decide which direction to go. You also de- decide or determine the speed at which you move your life. Now the problem is that many people who fall in this second category, mm. which we, or who we call the adults, yes, still believe that there is someone who is somehow <laughs> responsible for their lives. Yes, and you are res- yes, okay. I I agree. Mm-hmm. They still believe that your decisions are yours to make. The exactly. consequences are on you. Absolutely, Crystal. They still believe that a spouse or a friend or I, I don't know. And some ridiculously at some point blame the government maybe for their happiness or poverty, but the only person responsible for the situation you are in is you. Why you? you. Mm-hmm. So that's step number three. Step number four to summarize the other eight rituals mm-hmm. is to pay the price. Mm-hmm. Okay, do the work. <laughs> exactly. There's no such a thing as free lunch. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing for something. Mm-hmm. Nature, nature knows how to perfectly price its goods. It mm-hmm. puts the right price tag. Nature says you want to achieve this dream pay this price. Mm-hmm. It's more or less like going into a fast foods restaurant mm-hmm. and then you order for your day, uh, favorite dish and then they say, the waitress will say, please madam, order with cash. Mm-hmm. So you pay first <laughs> and then your order is. Yes. Yeah, so you always have to pay the price for you to get whatever you want in life. Mm. And then finally, which is very, very important, I wrote a full chapter on this single step alone mm-hmm. is to take action Yes. Mm-hmm. Action, action, action. All the magic and all the miracles 
only happen when you do something. All the talking will not get you there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why they say that even the smallest of action is a thousand times better than the noblest of intentions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard about this saying that um, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. But I don't entirely agree to that. Okay. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. It's until you put into practice uh-huh. what you have learned. Okay. For example, I gave these tips on how to become confident. Mm-hmm. But if you know them and you don't put them out there, they won't help. They won't help you. They won't help you. Currently, we all know the SOPs. But if you know them off head <laughs> and you don't practice them, it won't help. The Thank virus you. That's crush a you. perfect, perfect example. So how would someone find these eight rituals of your personal development? Where would they find this article? Well, I have a blog, andrewsars.blogspot.com, where I actually write an article every single week. Mm -hmm. Every Tuesday, I share it, and it's free. You can subscribe to it for free. Okay. Yes. And it sounds like a a lot of what you're sharing, I mean, can help anyone at any age, but especially young people who are getting out into the world right now, young people who have just graduated and are starting on this journey of being fully accountable for their own lives and their own choices and decisions. What advice would you give? Yeah, it's true, Crystal. Uh, for example, graduates, we're now having graduates. Mm-hmm. We've been graduating about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is that I will give them confidence. There are a lot of opportunists out there who have painted a picture that you all know we have a lot of graduates, there are no jobs. Mm. But I, almost alone on an island, do believe that every graduate should succeed. Mm-hmm. For simple reasons. Number one, they are non-academic skills that school teaches us. Mm-hmm. School teaches us skills like persistence and hard twin sister patience. Mm-hmm. You know, those are very, very important in mm-hmm. life. You mm-hmm. know, how many times do you have to to fall when you're in school? I mean, you retake a course and all of that waiting. Even the years themselves, mm-hmm. 17 or I don't know how many years before you get that coveted university degree. Mm-hmm. So it teaches you to be patient and persistent in life. Okay. Skills like confidence. I've seen a lot of adults who can't even address an audience of 10 people. Yes. <laughs> but school gives you a platform to master such skills, mm-hmm. Crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, skills like leadership skills. Mm-hmm. You know? They are all taught, oh, sorry, they are all learned from school. So the academics, yes, but also these skills make a difference. There's also something also uh, very special to graduates. It's the social capital. Mm-hmm. If you look at it clearly, all the people you started with right from baby class. Okay, let's say P1. <laughs> from P1. <laughs> baby class. Up to uni. Mm-hmm. How many times have you met your, your old friend? Oh, this is my yeah. friend Andrew. Oh, studied we were in P3. together. We were here together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that bond is really very, very strong. Social capital. Mm. Because success is very much largely a social game. Mm. They say it's about who you know. But the reverse is also true. Who knows you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> For example, I know the president of the country, but he doesn't know me. Mm-hmm. What could make me meaning is if he knows me. Mm-hmm. So it's important to know people and then people to know you. And the best community which provides you with such an opportunity is school. Mm-hmm. And the other final thing I can uh, give to graduates is 
It's a skill that many people have not really discovered. And that skill is called decision making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Crystal School teaches us to take critical decisions because mm-hmm. the quality of your decisions largely determine the whole quality of your life. When you are in school, you decide, first of all, which school you go to, which course you take, I mean, which career path. Those are very important decisions. Mm. In life, you'll take, you may, um, you'll make decisions like which company you work for, which part of the country or the world you settle, which mm-hmm. career path, and ultimately major decisions in life, like which person to settle with. So those are life-changing decisions. Why am I saying this is that I'm actually conducting it, uh, an interview on decision making. Mm-hmm. I've listed the I have a list of 150 top influential Ugandans mm. that I'm preparing to have interviews with. Mm-hmm. I've, I've so far made about four finding out what helps them to make decisions. Mm-hmm. What formulas do they use? Because a decision can actually drown you. Yeah, make or break you. Mm-hmm. Make or break you, that's the, the, the perfect word. Mm-hmm. It can't even kill you. Yeah. It's a single decision. And there's so, some people who cannot make decisions. They're too decisions. afraid to go one way or the other, so they're just there. That's true. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the skills that school teaches us. Mm-hmm. And they are very important to succeed in life. Many people focus on the academics, on the Napoleon we studied, on the eggs we never found <laughs> <laughs> for so many years. But And that's not really going to help you in the, when you get into whatever job market made out true. there. Yes. Okay, Andrew, so how can we find your books? Um, you've told us about your blog, but where would we find your books? How do we get in touch with you? Uh, the books currently, they are available at uh, Uganda Bookshop. Mm-hmm. Uganda Bookshop is on Colville Street, adjacent Christ the King Church in mm-hmm. Kampala. Okay. I also have... The Homework of Potential Greatness at Aristoc Bookshop. Mm-hmm. Aristoc has three outlets. Mm-hmm. They have an outlet on Ginger Road, Acacia, and then Garden City. Mm-hmm. We can also find them in Anjurina Bookshop. Anjurina is downtown Mukwano Market. Uh-huh. They also have an outlet in Masaka, or the branch, Elgin Street. Mm-hmm. But the easiest, if you are really too, too busy to get out there, you can get to Jumia. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. In the search space. Type you can in, order it online. Online. Mm-hmm. And then you click, it will be delivered to your preferred destination. Okay. So look out for the two books, Confident Mind and The Homework of Potential Greatness. Now, you also talked about, you know, your firm, your company is doing trainings. You're also doing one-on-one sessions. How would someone get in touch with you and get in touch with your company? Yes, at, at Sazma Consultancy, mm-hmm. we help employees find their next oppo- the next employment opportunity mm-hmm. or their next dream job. Mm-hmm. We also help employers find the right talent. You can visit our offices at Mokwano Courts. Mm-hmm. Mokwano Courts is on Plot 13, Buganda Road, first floor, room 110. Okay. Alternatively, you can text or call or WhatsApp mm-hmm. on 0779 132688 132688 oh, 
All right. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Thanks, Crystal. Um, yeah, I think we'll definitely have to meet again and talk some more. Of course, I'll uh, be grateful. I love, I think the thing I like the most about everything you said is the need to take action. Action, action, action. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much again. Thanks, Crystal. <laughs> Bye for now. Groove Cafe.